Shopping and Joy Now podcast, a conversation about mind, body, and soul connection, giving you a deeper understanding of your spiritual journey so you can live a life of joy and walk powerfully and the essence of joy in your life. I am your host, Yayi Joyce, to some Rev Joyce to others. I am a holistic life and business coach, a hoodoo holistic herbalist, and an interfaith spiritual counselor. While I hope you find joy in our podcast. It is not a substitute for mental health or professional care of any kind. And we cannot guarantee any outcome on any spiritual work. Before we get started in our podcast, I invite you to join our Patreon to leave a donation or if the content in this podcast fancies you and you want to dive more and hear more of the healing conversations and chats that I have, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash who do healing H O O D O O healing. If you are looking for a way to support the podcast to grow check out patreon.com slash hoodoo healing also another way to support the movement and food sovereignty movement for black indigenous people of color teaching holistic herbalism hoodoo and root work you can go check out the link in my bio on Instagram. Yes, on Instagram. And you can click the link in the bio on Instagram, or you can click the links in the description here on this podcast. And you can go to Yayi Joyce, Y-A-Y-I-J-O-Y-C-E on Instagram and click that link and you can support the GoFundMe so that we can teach Black, Indigenous people of color, holistic herbalism, hoodoo and root work uh, and food sovereignty at little to no cost to them. Okay, let us get into it. I am so full of joy that you are here and that you are listening. And if you are new to the podcast experience, uh, welcome to Solo Cast. I will be working on getting guests on here in the near future, you know. But I'm just here as a, as a guide, you know. I, I even tell that to my clients. I'm just here as a guide so that you know, just to guide you on to living this life of joy and the spiritual journey should be a joyful one. We have all of this stuff out here that, that makes the spiritual journey so like, ugh, so dark and so m- m- evil and just like healing is just such a problem and healing is so bad and healing is is like the dark, everything is the dark night of the soul. And it's just like, oh. And I'm here to break those myths. Like over 20 plus years in working 
root work and over 20 plus years working in hoodoo, over 20 plus years of doing this work, there has been more joy than more, ooh, it's so difficult and so hard, right? And a lot of times we make things hard because we don't open up our souls to more. And so today's podcast, we're going to be talking about opening our souls up to blessings. Yesterday, we had this wonderful energy, portal energy of 5-5, five, five, and we are in a five-year in numerology, and this energy is about change. And this energy is about empowering us to look towards the future and to see the larger issues that we have in life is that issues that all humans have, right? All humans have issues. And we don't have to look at our lives as such a dire distraint. Everybody is going through something. And so the energy is asking us to connect with humanity, connect with our friends, connect with community, and make a plan for your life to say, everybody goes through something. Everybody has a issue that they're going through and everybody is evolving. I'm not being punished by the universe. I'm not being punished by God. I am evolving in my own way. And this is a lesson that is here to remind us. Saturn is here to remind us of this lesson because Saturn is in, in Aquarius. And I look towards the stars because uh, astrology is a language to the soul. It's a language. It's guidance. And it's guidance to help us to evolve to be better people. And what we do a lot of times with astrology, we make it pop astrology and we don't use it for ancestral healing and to heal our soul. We say, oh, I am a Virgo. Therefore, I am supposed to be anal retentive and I am supposed to be a clean freak. No, you just fell into the stereotypical norms of a Virgo. And you fell into the stereotypical norms of I'm a Scorpio there. Hence for I'm a freak. No, that's not necessarily the case, right? Because you're more than just your sun sign, you're your moon, you're the constellations that you were born under. And you you are also an African spirituality way of looking at it. You're also ancestors revisited. Some people are, some people aren't. And that you're constantly evolving through different incarnations. And so no sign is better than anyone. We have to go through all 12 of them as an incarnation to really learn and to really evolve. That's just, you know, there's no right, there's no wrong. There's just many belief systems. And that is one that I lean towards, that we are all here to learn. There's no one zodiac sign better than the other. There is no set habits, right? Those are all ingrained things that people have been taught and that people kind of lean into. There are archetypes, but the archetypes are just things that you are to evolve through, that you are to learn, right? So that you can learn to live your life of joy. And so Saturn is here to remind us until 2023, okay? 2023, Saturn is here to remind us that life 
is here for everyone. Life is here for everyone. Life shows up for everyone. Life shows up differently for everyone, but life is here for everyone and everyone has lessons. So don't look at your life like, oh, woe is me. Look at your life like these are the lessons that are here to to evolve me. I am learning. I am learning how to set boundaries. I'm learning how to master my lessons. I'm learning how to build a stronger, more emotional, intelligent connection with myself and to build a stronger and more emotional, intelligent way on how to deal with humanity and how to deal with others. This energy is here for everyone and this energy is here to teach everyone how to evolve, how to build stronger connections. This is why I host Make Space Mondays uh, twice a month. And if you're part of the Patreon, it is included. And if you're not part of the Patreon, you can look at the link in the description, or you can go to Yayi Joyce on Instagram and click the link in the bio and you could and you can join us for a make space Monday and we discuss in a healing circle on how to set boundaries and how to master these life lessons and to build emotional intelligence and have more compassion for ourselves This energy, Saturn and Aquarius, is here until 2023 so that we can create more harmony, emotional intelligence in our lives as well as the lives of other people and all sentient beings that are here. That includes the animals, the fish, the trees, everything to live a joyful existence. And so living this joyful existence, 5-5 energy asked us yesterday to step into this joyful existence. Can you step into this joyful existence by emptying your cup? Can you step into this joyful existence by emptying your cup? How do you empty your cup, you say? Well, emptying your cup comes from not having a set, beliefs on on life right and not having these things that life is this way okay life is life is like this and life is like that a lot of times when we come to life that way we're coming from old experiences old traumas and this energy is asking us are we meeting life with our old traumas, or are we opening ourselves up to blessings upon blessings? And to open ourselves up to blessings upon blessings is about emptying our cup. And I spoke about that. It was an old Zen saying that you see, it pops up in Western uh, culture. And it's a story is about emptying your cup. And this was a famous conversation. This was a real conversation, which is not just a parable. They say this was a real conversation between a scholar and a Zen master. And that this took place, this conversation took place around in the 700s or so. Okay. And the scholar was, you know, what is a scholar? A scholar is someone who is knowledgeable, wise, full of wisdom, but book wisdom, right? Full of this book wisdom, full of what has been taught. And 
a lot of times when we come to things from a place of solely book wisdom, what has been taught and not wisdom of the soul, you have a lot of opinions. And so the scholar came with his knowledge and his opinions about Zen culture, about Dharma culture, about mindfulness, meditation, and all of that. So he came to learn. He came to learn. He came to ask the master about Dharma, about Zen, about meditation, about mindfulness. And then the Zen master was said to refill the scholar's teacup. And when he was refilling the teacup, he did not stop pouring when the cup was full. The Zen master allowed the tea to spill out of the cup and run over the table. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was trying to make a point. The scholar then in turn couldn't hold it in any longer, right? And the scholar said, stop, stop. The cup is full. The cup is full. And the story is said that the master said exactly. That says that son, exactly son, the cup is full. I know what I'm doing. I ain't cray cray, right? That's my roundabout version of how the master was like, yo, son, I'm not cray cray. I know what I'm doing. And the master said to the scholar, you are like this cup. How many of you are like this cup? How many of you approach God, approach your ancestors, approach life? You are so full of your own ideas of how it should be on how it should have happened by now, right? How many of you are like that? You are like this cup. You're so full of ideas, the master said to the scholar. And you ask for teachings, but your cup is full. The energy of 5-5, and as we move into the new moon that is coming up in Taurus, that is empowering us, It is continuing to ask us that for dreams, for blessings upon blessings to manifest and align because the blessings are already there. There's really nothing to manifest is that you are aligning to your dreams can come true. You are aligning to that. You are worthy of all of these beautiful things in life. You need to empty your cup. Your cup is full. The Zen master said to the scholar, I can't put anything in. Before I can teach you, you have to empty your cup. And spirit is saying that in these alignments that we have with the 5-5 alignment. And in that May 11th new moon alignment, 
And with the final moves, moon phase and the eclipse, that that phase ends with the May 26th lunar eclipse. And these eclipses are taking us on an adventure to December. It is saying, empty your cup. How do you want the spiritual energy to put stuff in to for these blessings to unfold and you're just holding on? Many times, many times, we are so full of our, I wish I woulda, I wish I coulda, I wish, I wish, I wish. But this happened, but that happened. We are so full that we don't even notice. We don't even notice our ancestors. We don't even notice the divine or what God, whatever your spiritual name for divine is, Olodomari, Nanzambi, Mampungo. Listen, put whatever name fits for you. That we don't notice that spirit is asking us to align to greater because we are so full of our past. We are so full of dwelling on the problem. We are so full of dwelling on the negative. We are so full of toxic positivity. I'm just going to say these affirmations and I'm not going to sit in weekly counseling. I'm not going to sit in weekly coaching. I'm not going to sit in this therapy. I'm not going to sit with elders on a regular and continuous basis. I'm just going to have this toxic, I'm just going to have this toxic positivity. When people I see it with clients all the time. They say, oh, I'm just going to come in for one month, for, for once a month. And then they know that they should be meeting more regularly, that they should be taking things a little bit more seriously, but they're in this toxic positivity mindset. And in this toxic positivity mindset, they consider themselves to be open-minded But in fact, and I learned this when I was studying to become an interfaith minister and I was learning Buddhism. And in learning Buddhism, I learned this, dwelling into my Buddhist journey, that everything we learn is filtered through many assumptions and then classify to fit into the knowledge we already possess. And that is how many people come to spirit, to ancestors, to to the divine. I see people do that with Orisha. I see people do that with so many different things, with saints, with so many different, even chakras, right? Everything we learn is filtered through many assumptions and then classified to fit into knowledge we already possess. Consciously, we learn and unconsciously, we learn something new because we link it to something that we already know. 
And people do this with blessings and people do this with their life. Well, I already know it's not going to work out. And I already know I already made this choice and I already know I'm going to pick a bad partner. And I already know. And a lot of times people are linking it to something they already know. Most of the time that is useful in, in this institutionalized Western colonized educational mindset. It's useful in the colonization mindset. It helps us navigate through this wonderful colonized marketplace. Okay. It is what it is. Okay. The colonized marketplace is what it is. It helps us navigate through this marketplace. However, that way of system of thinking fails us in spirituality. It fails us in the spiritual aspect. It fails us when we are to be opening our heart to miracles. It fails us when we are to be opening our heart to blessings upon blessings. It fails us when we are needing to be dancing with life and to be in wonder at all. It fails us because what if the new things that God and your ancestors are showing you and are taking you in the new places are not related to your old places? The new clients is not related to the old clients and the new significant other and partner is not related to anyone that you have dealt with before. And the new life is utterly unrelated to anything that you already know. But what usually happens is that we come to this with a huge misunderstanding. We see things in the Western concept. We see things from the Westernized, colonized point of view. We even look at how people have deemed Orisha. They have made them into freaking superheroes like X-Men. I'm like, are you kidding me? And people come to this with this mindset of that is what it is. And, and, and they try to fit it in this, in, in this box. And when you try to fit things into this box, it leads to distortion. It leads to distortion. And then they try to fit things into their own little box and it leads to distortion and people spew poison on others. Just like people tried to spew poison on me saying that you cannot love Jesus and Orisha too. Why not? Because you have this little conceptual box that says, this is how it's supposed to be. If you like one, you can't like the other. If you practice witchcraft, then you're not a Christian. I'm like, the whole Christianity is witchcraft. There's no difference between witchcraft um, and Christianity, right? There's no difference. Most people just want to say witchcraft because it's cooler, but I'm looking at it. I'm like, baby, if you really look at what you're doing, you, 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 it's all Christianity. Look at it. Look at it. The holidays, the, you know, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, prayers, honor. It's the same thing, right? When you really look at it, it's so much comparison. It's so much similar than it is different. But one sounds cooler to say on Instagram than the other because people have conceptualized Christianity and put it in a box, right? And, and they have put it in this box because 
this is what they see of what some radical people are. But you can say that the same thing with witchcraft. There are some radicals on the other side and there's some radical, there's radicals in everything. This energy is asking us, what distortions have you created in life? What distortions have you created in life on religion, on on spiritual concepts? What distortions have you created in life, on coming to life with awe and wonder? But you created all these distortions with your Orisha, with your Mampungu, with Loa, with all of these beautiful spiritual energies, with angels. Look, we even we 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 even made angels in, into sexes and and things. And some of these things are it's not about the sex of it, or they they look white, or they look black, or we we, we put so much things into distortion when spirit of the living God is just is it just is. And then people end up with a version. I've seen people end up with a version of hoodoo, root working, and African spirituality, and a whole bunch of other concepts that are in their head that is completely unrecognizable to me and other. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, right? And people even do that with their ancestors. Then we get into this, is African spirituality or ancestor honor, is it philosophy or is it religion or is it evil? You're coming at it from a Western mindset, this Western mindset of this is right, that is wrong. It has to be like this. And if it's not in this box, then this is right. And that is wrong. And guess what? People do that with aligning to their blessings. It has to fit in this box. God, God, if this is right, this is wrong. No, I did this wrong. So God is not going to bless me. I did this. And, and there's no transparency with the spirit. There's no trust and there is no purity because God is not looking at you. You're looking at it from a Western punished point of view. We go from one extent to another. And, you know, I see this as an herbalist as well. As a holistic herbalist, I see this. Most people come to me for mind, body, soul alignment, coming to improve their health, coming to improve their mind, break generational curses so they can walk powerfully into their future and live their life of joy. Right. That's what people come to me for. And I see this all the time. People get so dogmatic, so dogmatic, even with their diets. They get so dogmatic that there are people that have broken up with people because of the thing that the other person eats. Oh, they are a meat eater and I'm not dating them because they're a meat eater. Are you serious? So dogmatic. So much ideology. Oh, every person should be a vegan or every person should be this. It's this one extreme to another. And this energy is asking us what one extreme to another are you going to and with spirit of God is to be open, be fluid, 
Let go of the distortions and be open to your blessings. Let go of the punished. Let go of the punished mindset and have transparency with God and your ancestors. Have trust in God and your ancestors. Have purity with God and your ancestors in your own way. And no one can define your purity for you but you. A button up shirt all the way to your neck don't make you pure. Just because you don't drop it like it's hot, like somebody else does not make you pure. That is your definition of purity. It doesn't mean that it's somebody else's definition of purity. Everyone has a different blood type. Everyone has a different blood type. Look at it like a dog, right? Look at it like dogs. All dogs belong to the same species, domesticated dogs, right? But you would not give what you give a chihuahua, what you give to a German shepherd or a bigger breed of dog. It's the same thing. We all belong to the species of being a human being, but we're all different. So people are going to be different in their dietary needs. Not everyone can be a vegan. Sorry. Not everyone should be against soy. There is tofu and soy that is actually healthy for some blood types in certain people, depending on their blood type, depending on their bio-individuality. I would never forget I had this lady. She was like, oh, they're having trouble conceiving. And And looking at her husband, she was forcing this diet upon him that wasn't good. So we started incorporating some things for uh, the for his blood type, adding you know some high quality bone broth and certain things of that nature, and certain other elements that he needed for himself and for his bio individuality. Guess what? They conceived in no time. He was forcing her personal diet and way of life on this other person that did not suit their needs. Because of her ideology, for for her dogmatic beliefs. And this energy is asking us, where have you put your ideology, your dogmatic beliefs on other people? And you all, and you put these ideologies and dogmatic beliefs and restrictions on yourselves. And the spirits are asking us to be open to life, to be open to the blessing, lose the ideology, lose the dogma. Yes, you may find your ideology very satisfying. It it, it may satisfy your ego. It may satisfy your soul. But you want to evolve. You want to evolve, right? I know I do. This energy says... Although you have these wonderful, beloved assumptions, joyfully 
beloved assumptions, sweet, beautiful souls, your assumptions do not apply. Your assumptions don't apply to spirit. Your assumptions don't apply to life. Don't assume that it's too late for you because you're 50. Don't assume that this is too late for you because you're this age. Don't assume that you are blocking the blessings with your assumptions. Lose the assumptions. Your assumptions don't apply. Is your cup full? Is your cup full of assumptions? Is your cup full of ideologies? Is your cup full of dogma? Is your cup full? Is your cup so full that you cannot see that we are in a friendship, not a punishment with God and with our ancestors? Can you not see So as we come closer to this lunar energy of the new moon on May 11th in Taurus, it asks us to lose the toxic positivity, be truthful with ourselves and get the help that you need. Yes, you can have Jesus, a coach, a counselor, and a therapist. Yes, you can have ancestral honor and therapy too. Yes, you can be a witch and love Jesus at the same time. Don't put yourself in the boxes of this world. This energy says, let's end the cycle of dogma and ideology. It says, let go of irrational, emotional, unintelligent thinking. Stop coming to God and spirit with cold and calculating points of views and ways of being. Lose the punishment. Let's make a fresh start. of transparency. Let's make a fresh start of trust and let's make a fresh start of purity. This is a wonderful time to lose the dogma and to open up And when we lose the dogma and the ideology, we open up to having greater compassion and greater empathy for not only for ourselves, but for the world. And all relationships can benefit with every being. Every sentient being can benefit from this kind of relationship. So can you step into blessings upon blessings with losing the ideology, losing 
to dogmatic beliefs and being open to a partnership with spirit and not punishment so that you can live a life of divine joy. So I pray that this podcast has blessed you and filled your life with absolute joy and grace. If you need one-on-one sessions, ancestral healing, holistic herbal needs, you can reach me at yayijoyce.com, Y-A-Y-I-J-O-Y-C-E.com. And for small batch herbs and roots and powders for wellness, hoodoo, and root work, you can check out Hoodoo Healing at hoodoohealing.net. That's H-O-O-D-O-O healing.net. I pray that this podcast, solo cast, has blessed you and filled your life with joy and grace, in joy, and in wellness.